everyone. This is KBE Radio, and I'm your host, Autumn Agar. This week, we've got something pretty exciting. Uh, we're chatting with Jamie Gold. If you're a KBDN reader, you definitely know her. She is a regular contributor to the magazine. She's a design expert and one of our innovators. We're chatting with her today because this is the release date of her new book, Wellness by Design. The book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other places listed on her website. Jamie, thank you so much for chatting with me today. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me on your podcast. Of course. Uh, so your book, Wellness by Design, was released today. Big congrats on that. So I was wondering if you. You could, <laughs> if you could give me an intro to the book. Like, what topics does wellness encompass to you? It is a very broad, whole house approach. Mm -hmm. which is just what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to go from your front entry to your back bedroom and cover all the spaces that people have where they live and, and, and use and enjoy mm -hmm. so that they can have ideas on how to make that space as helpful for them as possible. And, you know, you ask what topics does wellness encompass? I've organized what is really a large, unwieldy discipline uh, of wellness design into what I call the five facets of wellness design. And I think that gives people both at the professional level and even consumers a way to think about this that's manageable and practical for them. Can you tell me a little bit about what those facets are? Well, sure. You, I, I know that you were looking for some tips from the book, and I would love to give you a facet, a tip from each facet, if that's okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you? Why don't we go straight into that? Why don't you uh, share <laughs> us five tips from each facet of wellness design? So the five facets are health and fitness safety and security, accessibility, functionality, and comfort and joy. So when you gotcha. look at kitchen space, which is one of the hardest working rooms in anyone's home, and you look at health and fitness, a combi steam oven would be an example of the health and fitness facet for a kitchen because it helps you prepare healthy meals. Right. You look at safety and security, good, well-proportioned, properly sized ventilation right. would be an example. It keeps your home and your family safer. Uh, for accessibility, uh, I love, 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 love kitchen organizers. Mm -hmm. Essentially, you know, for people like myself, as I move into my next decade, I'll be 60 in December, I do not want to be getting on my knees with yeah. knee pads and a flashlight to find out what's back in the corner <laughs> of my blind corner cabinet. I just don't. And I don't think anyone else does either. Right. So when you have organizers that make what's in the back accessible to what's, you know, outside the cabinet, yeah. that's better for everyone. It's better for the homeowner. The designer is adding value and adding profitability to the project as well. So organizers fit into that accessibility. An example of functionality would be something that is low maintenance. Mm -hmm. And that could be porcelain slab 
uh, surfaces or quartz countertops, you know, none of which need to be sealed, none of which need to be uh, polished. Right. They just, they're heat and stain resistant without your having to do any extra work. And then, of course, one of everyone's favorites, comfort and joy, right? <laughs> we love comfort and joy. And, and that could be personalized elements. You know, I had a client who loved gardening. It was her passion. And we found cabinet hardware that had a beautiful vintage-style leaf motif on it. And so whenever she opened her drawers or doors, she had the pleasure of those uh, knobs and poles that just spoke to her of her hobby. Right. I think, you know, many designers have examples like that where they, you know, personalize elements for the homeowner in a way that, adds to the project rather than detracting and just makes them smile when they walk into the space. Absolutely. And it's interesting. It kind of sounds like each of these facets revolves around like a moment you can picture in your mind, like as, as you described the moment of (laughs) getting down on your hands and knees to look into a blind corner cabinet. Like that's something you want to avoid. Absolutely. And it's the kind of thing that you, study when you're either training for a certified aging in place specialization or living in place certification because they help people of all ages and abilities make their space more usable for them. And that is a part of wellness design, even though somebody may not think, well, I do wellness design, but if you're helping people live safer, independent lives at home, you are part of that and you know it's interesting um that this book should be published now (laughs) of all times Uh, i mean it's it it seems particularly relevant given current events so i'm wondering how do you think the conversation around wellness is going to continue to evolve as as this pandemic goes on well you're definitely right about the timing although it wasn't planned that way we started (laughs) the book and actually The book was ready to go to press before the pandemic struck, and then it was delayed because Amazon was not shipping books and bookstores were closed. Ironic. But so so much of what's in it does apply now. And, you know, the pandemic, the pandemic has really driven home in a very literal way the links between where you live and how healthfully you live. Definitely. You know, and, you know, early in the pandemic, everyone was looking at, you know, how do I sanitize my countertops and, and you know, wiping down groceries and other things before we realized that most of the transmission for this particular virus is through airborne droplets. Yeah. But having countertops that are easier to sanitize helps through cold and flu season, you know, coming up as well. Mm-hmm. And things that are things that are hands free reduce germ spread, so that if you're not getting sick from, you know, one virus, it doesn't leave you as vulnerable for another. Right. I think people have people have really gotten aware of the uh, effects of indoor air quality, and how important that is for overall health. Mm-hmm. They might they might have a family member who moved in with them because they don't want him or her in a nursing home right now. Right, And so suddenly they need to make their home safe for that person. And then, of course, 
with everyone doing things now like working from home or schooling their children at home, you have issues like noise pollution to deal with. For sure. So, you know, the pandemic has has had an impact on our homes and how we think about design. And I anticipate it's going to continue to do so, you know, into the future where we look at how is my, how well is my home serving me right now? What do I need to do to make it better, healthier, safer, more productive? And certainly as we're not able to leave, you know, more comfortable and more, Mm -hmm. more joyful. Absolutely. So, you know, tell me a, a little bit about the process of writing this book. Um, for those of us who have never written a book before, how did you begin? And, and you know, what are some of the most challenging aspects of creating a book like this? Well, I'll tell you, I'm glad that this was my third book and not my first. <laughs> because, because it is such a big topic. And having had the experience of writing a book on kitchen design and remodeling and then a book on bathroom design and remodeling, I knew how to create a book about these topics. Right. And so I was able to apply that knowledge and experience. And this book actually unofficially began as I was finishing up the bathroom book. And my editor said, well, what are you burning to write next? And that was a pretty easy ask. I said, I want to write a a book about how your home impacts your health and well-being. And he loved the idea, but he couldn't sell it to the powers that be at his publishing house. Mm -hmm. But I didn't let the idea go. This goes back to winter of 2016. And I kept at it. And finally, last year, one of the largest publishers in the world, Simon & Schuster, realized that consumers are really interested in health and well-being. Yeah. And wellness. And they launched a wellness imprint. An imprint is a small publishing division within a big publishing house. Mm -hmm. And... And my literary agent pitched this as they were getting that off the ground. And they said, yes, they saw the potential. So, you know, we we timed the book to come out around Memorial Day was the original publication date, because we knew that was the time that many of us look at how we can look better in swimsuits for the summer, right? (laughs) Sure. And I have found through losing about 100 pounds and keeping them off that your kitchen plays a big role in that. And your home does overall, too. So that's how we timed it. And, of course, the pandemic came and, and threw things off. But that has also grown overall mm-hmm. wellness. And I, I think we'll show people that this is the right information for this time at least that's that's certainly my hope did you did this writing this book give you any new perspectives on design as a designer yourself like did you did you learn anything that you are going to carry over into your design career well it certainly made me realize that so much of what I've always been interested in since I started in design back in 2004 Mm -hmm. fits into wellness design. I've always loved organizers. I can't remember a project I've ever created that didn't have, that wasn't chock full of kitchen organizers or 
bathroom organizers, but right. I never really thought of them as a wellness element. And then, of course, I'm a certified aging in place specialist, and that ties into this too. So I realized that these things that fit this area really have always spoken to me. And I think if there's one discovery that I've made in, in the research for the book and the articles that I write for Kitchen and Bath Design News and Forbes.com is that so much of what is marketed in the wellness design realm is for the affluent. Right. And my personal conviction is that wellness should not be just for the well-to-do. Definitely. So, you know, my... My thought is, for those of us who do work on, you know, high-end projects at whatever level, uh, whether it's design, consulting, you know, equipping, that you look at, do I have any time available to do any pro bono work that would get this out, where you too can be what I like to think of as a, a passionate ambassador, advocate for wellness design being available to all. Yeah. I've never heard uh, anyone put forward pro bono work as, as part of kind of a holistic wellness design strategy. And I like that. That's really cool. Well, it, I know it is out there because I have interviewed designers who have donated their wellness design skills for cancer patients, for example, yeah. to make their, you know, their, their spaces healthier than detoxified. So I know that people are doing this and I just invite anyone who is as firm in their belief that everyone deserves a healthy, safe space. And we've seen in this pandemic Mm -hmm. that when you don't, when you don't have that, how it's like a philosophy of empathetic design. I love that empathetic design (laughs) and you know, there are, there are so many incredibly talented designers doing gorgeous, gorgeous luxury work. You know who they are. I know who they are. Yeah, yeah. And I know that they're busy as all get out. But I also know that people in our industry have great hearts. For sure. And great knowledge and great experience. And if somebody couldn't lend any of their time to a worthwhile local or national charity to make a difference... I think that doing good and doing well are both important. For sure. And I think that's a, a great note to end on. I really appreciate you taking this time to speak with me today, Jamie. It's been a great conversation. Well, thank you. I'm, I greatly appreciate your uh, having me on to talk about Wellness by Design, the new book. And especially that is, this is going to... You know, go live on its launch date, September yep. 1. Mm-hmm. So, and if anyone is interested, they can find it at their favorite bookseller, Independent or Amazon or Barnes & Noble, any of those. And of course, there's additional information on my website at jamiegold.net. Perfect. And congrats again on your book being published. Thank you so much.
KBD Radio is hosted and produced by Autumn McGar with music by David Ayala. For more information about kitchen and bath design news, please visit our website at kitchenbathdesign.com. 